to the Joy Revolution podcast, where we are going to have deep chats about motherhood that will give you the insights, perspective shifts, and actionable tools to find ease in your day-to-day life so that you can gain back the energy and vitality you're missing and use it to create space for more joy. I'm Elizabeth Wallace, and I am here not to make motherhood easy. It's not but I am here to help you create more ease in your day-to-day life so you can close the gap between trying to match your experience of motherhood to a picture that looks good on paper or on Instagram and an experience of being a mom where your daily life feels good to you on your insides. Let's dig in. Okay, so I'm just going to come out and say it at the very beginning of this episode. One of the things that happens early on in motherhood, or it can happen in pregnancy too, is a, a loss of a sense of self. Okay, so hear me out. This makes all the sense in the world. This is very normal, very natural, because as soon as this tiny little baby is forming inside you. And then once it's then on the outside, so much of your attention and energy is going into supporting and making sure that this little baby survives, right? Their needs, your antenna rather for like, you know, needs assessment is turned so much towards them that our own needs and our own sense of self is dampened. And that is for such good reason, right? Those babies need us, especially, especially, especially in those early days. But what can then happen is with that antenna turning externally towards our babies, they can get kind of stuck there. And, And you might notice that this is a theme throughout a couple of the podcasts, like the the bonus episode that I posted last week with the 10 questions to connect with your partner. It's not that any, that like turning your antenna towards your baby is bad. It's not that having a time where you and your partner's relationship isn't the most important thing is bad. It's not that you know, not listening to your own needs and desires, et cetera, is bad in the short term, right? What we're really looking at is the long-term effects of motherhood or even the medium term, right? We, we form these fear-driven habits, fear meaning, oh my gosh, I need and want my baby to survive. How do I do that? What are the threats? How do I take care of that? How do I turn my antenna towards that, right? And then Because they are so fear-based, our brain learns to really pay attention to those things. Your baby crying, your baby fussing, Um, you know, are they growing fast enough? Are they progressing on the, you know, am I missing something? Are they sick? What are they sick with? Is it dangerous? Do I go to the ER? Do I go to the pediatrician, right? Our survival mode is naturally kicked on when we have a baby because we are trying to help them survive. So that then means 
that with this fear-based thinking about our babies, we very naturally tune in very closely to their needs. And our needs get tamped down. That only makes sense. And let me just say that if this is not your experience, that is perfect and beautiful and exactly right for you. You know, I experienced a lot of anxiety postpartum, a lot of hypervigilance, a lot of health anxiety about my baby, feeding anxiety. Being a new mom was like, I got in the anxiety mindset and my brain just didn't let go. (laughs) So there is a full on spectrum of experiences postpartum. And one of the things that I hear most often is that after having a baby, your needs sort of fall by the wayside, let alone your desires, which we're going to talk about in another episode. But there's another component to this that is the cultural and societal and patriarchal soup that we swim in that lauds the selfless mother. And really, just like pause on those words. Selfless mother. What the freaking heck? (laughs) When, When did it become okay? I mean, we can trace this all the way back to the beginning of the patriarchy. Um, But when did it become okay for women to not have selves? And the selfless mother particularly is something that, you know, we don't even know is part of our programming. It's so deeply embedded. Always giving, giving, giving to other people, to children, to their families, etc., And so it only makes sense that biologically, we lose a little bit of our sense of self, meaning how we are attuning. We stop attuning to ourselves and we start attuning to our babies. And then that is reinforced and praised by society. So wouldn't it then make sense that there's kind of no push for us to then tune back in to our own selves, aside from the friction that you feel of being like, God, I am only giving and giving and giving to other people and this feels like shit, right? Your own internal sense of like, this ain't right, (laughs) okay? Because your biology is like, yeah, take care of that baby and society is like, yeah, be selfless. And somewhere inside you, you're like, what the heck is going on? (laughs) With that all being said, How do you return to a sense of self, whether it be after having a baby or at any other point in life when you wake up and you're like, "Mm, something ain't right. I feel like I've lost myself a little bit. It can be very, very tempting to try to make really big shifts to quote unquote return to yourself, or it can feel like a um, a really big mountain, like how the hell do I get back there? I don't even know who I am. How do I even do this? All right, here is my answer, and it is so damn simple. It is honestly an assignment 
that I give almost every single one of my individual coaching clients. And that is to ask yourself three simple yet very important questions as many times a day as you can remember. And those questions are, am I hungry? Am I thirsty? Do I have to go to the bathroom? (laughs) Were you expecting other questions? (laughs) It sounds so silly. It sounds so silly. I know. Am I hungry? Am I thirsty? Do I have to go to the bathroom? But here's why it's not silly. Think about when you had a newborn, okay? Or if you are not yet, if you don't yet have kids and you're listening to this podcast, a time when you were really busy, maybe a work deadline, all right? And think about how when you were in that sort of anxious, externally focused state, how easy was it for you to skip a meal? How easy was it to... Hold your pee until you realize, oh my God, I really have to pee. And then maybe when you do go pee, you're like, dang, I am dehydrated. And I only really know that because of the color of my pee. (laughs) Right? When we are so externally focused, we dull or turn down the volume of our internal sensors. This is actually one, a, one of our senses, interoception. Interoception meaning the internal nerve endings, the internal sensors inside of us that tell us what we need in any given moment to survive and to thrive. All right. And the reason why I'm asking you to start with, am I hungry? Am I thirsty? Do I have to pee? Is... Those are basic, basic functions, yet they are functions that we often ignore. And so they are also easy and probably familiar sensations to tune back into. I'm guessing that if you were to check in with yourself right now, you would be able to answer those questions for yourself versus if I asked you like, you know, am I satisfied? Am I content? You might have to search around a little bit more for the answers to those, right? This is the answers are more easily accessible, which is very gratifying for your brain. And it starts to build the confidence of, hey, I can check in with myself. I can get answers for what I need. And as you grow that inner sense, right, your sense of self will grow, okay? And your confidence in being able to tell what you need will start to grow. But just like how you wouldn't be like, I'm going to go climb Mount Everest and then go climb it, right? You would train for it. You would start with, mm, I don't know, a small hike. (laughs) Um, This is the small hike. Checking in with yourself with these three questions. The other part of this is if you answer yes to any of those questions, you have to get up and go and do that thing. If you ask yourself, am I hungry? No. Am I thirsty? Yes. Do I have to pee? No. Get up and get yourself a drink. 
What this does is something (laughs) amazing. It builds self-trust. Think about how you build trust in other people or or what makes you place your trust in other people. One of the key components is that the people you trust do what what they say they were going to do. They have follow through. They have integrity. And the same is true of self-trust, right? Following through, recognizing a need, naming it, and then doing it. And we think of self-trust as this like really big, like how do I learn to trust myself? Well, you can start today. You can start today right now by tuning in and asking yourself these questions And then giving yourself what you need. Otherwise, you're just asking yourself these questions only to shut yourself down. (laughs) You're still getting the interoception honing piece of it, right? The internal sense piece of it. But then, but then what? Right? We're doing this to, to have you inhabit yourself again. To have you feel like you again. And it truly can be as simple as asking yourself these three questions and then giving yourself whatever it is that you need. I also like to think about doing this for myself as a little rebellion of like, screw you world that's like trying to force me to be always externally focused. Like, no, I'm going to check in with myself and then I'm going to give myself what I need. It's like the miniest of rebellions, but it can feel really motivating to think about it that way, if that helps you. So my suggestion for you is however you remember to do things, whether it is a reminder, a calendar invite, a like every time I, you know, feed my baby, you know, I check in with myself or whatever it is, assign yourself to Start practicing asking yourself these questions and giving yourself what you need. And I want you to remember that even if you check in with yourself and you realize you have to pee and it is not convenient, still go pee because you are a human who deserves to have their basic needs met. And when you start to stand up for those basic needs, You start to develop a stronger sense of self, a stronger sense of, I am someone who deserves to take up space in the world, have my needs met, and have my desires fulfilled. All right, so that is your work. I would love to hear how this goes for you, what you discover through this process, and so you can, of course, find me over on Instagram at Elizabeth the Joy Coach. You can send me an email at hello at elizabethwallacewellness.com. Um, and if there is someone in your life who you know is not tuning into their own needs, send them this episode. It is so short and it is so actionable. And my hope is that we can have this little revolution of women who are paying attention and starting to tune inward to reacquaint ourselves with the sensations we feel inside our bodies, which will inevitably lead to a greater sense of self. 
Thank you so much for listening. My hope is that with each of these podcasts, you will create a little bit more mental and emotional ease in your day-to-day life. Because those one-degree shifts, they add up. If you're looking for more, you can find me on my Instagram at ElizabethTheJoyCoach, or you can learn more about working with me personally at my website, www.ElizabethWallaceWellness.com. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening to make it easier for other moms to join the joy revolution.